0: It is time for a July 4th special episode of the show. My name is Jason Robbins.
1: My name is Derek
0: Diamond. And we have a super special guest here on the show today. He is the world record holder for speedrunning Ninja Gaiden, Mr. Ian Scott, the retro runner himself. How are you doing? Good, sir. I'm doing good. I'm excited to hang out with you guys. Yeah, man. Um, So first thing I'm going to ask, just get it out of the way. You broke the record, the world record for Ninja Gaiden, at 11 minutes and 34 seconds, which is amaze balls. Like I, nobody <laughs> thought it could be done. Nobody thought 11:30 1130, beating 11:35 could be done, but you did it, and now you do it regularly. What was it like to hit that 11:34? Uh,
2: well, I'll just uh, I'll just say that um, the 11:34, and like a lot of people don't know this. Uh, that's like the fifth time that we've improved our, our own world record since we first broke the uh, Ninja Gaiden world record for the first time with an 11.37, and that was already, uh, nobody thought that you yeah. could do that. Like, that's <laughs> the unbreakable world record or whatever. Um, and all of those improvements felt equally amazing, more or less, but really that first time that we broke it felt, oh,
0: I felt real good. Cause, what is um, that feeling like? I mean, just is it just un? I mean, what what are you thinking at that moment?
2: I don't know. It borders on ineffable, totally. But <laughs> um, particularly that first one, because so many people uh, told me that you know a lot of people didn't directly tell me this but they thought it and in in softer ways and sort of subtextual uh yeah. ways were kind of trying to convey it to me that it could not be done or that they were not really uh looking for this to to be an eventuality at all and um you know, it wasn't even a question of whether or not I thought I could do it. I, I I knew that I had a had a vision in my head. I had a very specific plan, and I knew that it was going to happen sooner or later if we follow through with that vision. And it felt amazing. I uh, I hearken back to this a lot, but I know this is, like, it's kind of silly, like, video game stuff. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter, like, that much. I'm not, like, curing cancer or anything, but... Um, it it seems to me that a lot of people are in the scenario where they want to do something. They have a goal, and maybe some people are like, "Yeah, this is really stupid and meaningless. It's very frivolous. Like, why yeah, would you care about doing this?" Or on the still, other side, even this still, is totally impossible. Yeah, even right? still,
0: something like that, it, it, something like that would give people. You know, somebody is like <sighs> lonely, or like if you have like, you, even if you have like a you know some kind of horrible disease or something like speed running and getting a world record it may seem frivolous but it would be something that like would give people hope even even people that just follow you to follow you on that journey to to actually breaking a world record i mean it it does mean something
2: sure yeah and that's why that first one was so important to me and that's like i i had actually this it's kind of crazy i had um this uh asset this video that I made just lurking in my like OBS that's a program we used to screen uh, stream with it, it was it's just a source lurking in my sources like mm-hmm. dormant and I knew that when I, whenever it was I was gonna hit the world record I play this video and that's like basically the message of this thing. Uh this video that I made. Um like if, if something's important enough to you uh don't listen to anybody especially particularly if, if you have the specific vision uh, that you know that you can follow through on. It doesn't matter to any anyone else. It's it's important enough to pursue. Yeah. Um. And that felt amazing to hit that goal and you know hit play on that video because like a, a lot of times um uh, we call this the pop off you know like when you hit a personal best or world record you're like not even accountable for what you're gonna say really <laughs> you just like explode <laughs> with adrenaline and like yeah say a bunch of crazy shit but uh i i want i knew this was an important moment not only for me but for my community and for people who like follow speedrunning stuff so i wanted to have like a very succinct you know message to convey and uh yeah there was really nothing like that moment and it was it was awesome not only for me for my channel for my community but like a lot of people you know a lot of people who were just kind of on twitch and follow um speedrunning or even just like retro streamers it was like pretty amazing yeah
1: yeah, and I think, you know, to go off of that, even if you're not a speedrunner, if you just watch on YouTube or Twitch, wherever the case may be, I, I compare it to movies in the sense that it can also be used as an escape. If you're having, you know, a bad time, if you're going through a bad phase, watching someone like you accomplish something like that can be inspiring. And even to watch for entertainment can be, you know, an escape to make you forget about your problems for 30 minutes, an hour, or however long you stream.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. And like, um, to be fair, most of the time I'm not like, you know, making world records, right? Like these are like very like rare events. <laughs> uh, most of um, my stream is, yeah, I'm t- doing attempts to speed run a game and like better a time. But most of it is just like me and my community talking about really dumb stuff or like uh, pop culture, a lot of pop culture. I like talking about like 80s and 90s movies and music and, um, you know, like, like any group, group of friends, you develop, like, inside jokes. And uh, th- that was something I didn't really uh, expect to be a part of streaming, especially when I first started. Um, that's, like, really important to me. A lot of these people, um, you know, I've spent, like, every day with for years. And maybe I, I you know I haven't met most of them, but uh, I know them, and I would consider them to be my friends and it it became this sort of platform to foster a welcoming and cool place to hang out and like be myself you know um and uh yeah that's like really special that is more material to me i think than like pushing buttons
0: and making Pixels move. <laughs> well, I think the most fun thing about, especially your community, and I'm a lurker when I go on Twitter. <laughs> I'll, I most people, I don't are engage people. a lot. <laughs> uh, I just like to to watch while I'm, you know, while I'm doing other things huh. and stuff like that. But uh, I watch you and Arcus pretty religiously. And um, you know, if no one knows who Arcus is, he's the previous world record holder for Ninja Gaiden, and his, his record stood at 11:37 for what, like three years, I think. I'm going to correct you. It was 1138. It was almost 1138 1138 flat, and that was
2: his own improvement, which he had for three years. But he has had before we took it at 1137. He had the Ninja Gaiden world record for five years. I think he made 12 improvements to his own world record and uh, even more massive than that. No one was even close. Uh, yeah. You got to understand that he had 1138 and second place was like 1144 for a very
0: long time. That's what I was going to say, say is you two, you two guys, like, you know, the rival, the kind of the, the playful rivalry, you know, there's there's no, I, at least I don't get any animosity, you know, between you guys or anything. You're very, you know, even your communities are very supportive of one another. And that's why I like the Ninja Gaiden speedrun community. Because you two guys are, are arguably the best two Ninja Gaiden players on the planet, and it seems like you constantly kind of push each other to to do better.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, not directly, but yeah, Um, Arcus is amazing, um, and he's been really just, like, friendly and just helpful to me and my channel, and, like, in ways aside from Ninja Gaiden, he's shared his community with uh, my channel, like, many, many times over and I, I owe like a lot of especially in my initial growth, um, to him like sort of recognizing what I was doing and encouraging me to to continue. Um but yeah, it's uh I don't think that there's any like I, I rarely encounter like true beefs on yeah. Twitch especially in speedrunning because it's honestly it's such a niche hobby that really like when we find anybody who's even remotely interested in what we're doing like oh you like you like Ninja Gaiden you like speedrunning like let's let's talk about it like um so that that was kind of like how it always was uh with Arcus and I, I and I came into the scene being an enormous Arcus fan that's how I started really yeah. just like watching all of his youtube catalog um and slowly uh, entering his twitch channel kind of being like too shy to like, say yeah. anything really <laughs> lurking you know in his yeah. channel mimicking little things that that he would do um but yeah we just kept on improving our time and uh it's crazy to say that that we're at where we're at uh we both absolutely have our strengths which are pretty um Unique and remarkable, uh, but very, very different, and that that's also reflected in our channels. Arcus has an amazing, like, awesome, very relaxed, very friendly he's like channel. The, he's the and Bob it's
0: Ross of speed running. He's is just... <laughs> it
2: say that all the time because it's true. It's true. Um And th- there's like uh, so. What I love about that, at least, probably a lot of people, other other people watch him, uh, also appreciate it, is like you could be having the worst day in the world, right? Like your whole life could fall apart, but you know a hundred percent that if you tune into Arcus's stream, he's just going to be like cool as a cucumber, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas (laughs) uh, my channel is kind of like a lot of extremes, you know, like (laughs) when things are going like really well, like I think that people who are on board also feel very passionate and excited. Um, uh, But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to at this point call him uh, a friend, I think. Uh, And it's been really cool getting to know him and, um you know compete with him although i don't really see it that way i don't know if he does um i'm more sort of competing with myself and he's competing you know we both have our goals we're playing the same games and our goals are similar but they're they're different you know we're we're playing against different splits on a timer mm-hmm. um we're both looking to hit different you know things to meet our specific goal in the game um and i think it, it's important to like recognize that a lot of people don't uh anyway it's it's not like a wwe yeah. like wrestling <laughs> like i'm not the heel he's not the face it's, it doesn't work like that
0: <laughs> but it still feels good to like follow you both and just sort of see you know you're like oh is, is Arcus gonna beat it today or as always you know if Arcus does beat it always oh, retro runner gonna take it back like it's that real fun like it's not wwe but it's still it's it's fun to kind of follow that it's
1: certainly a ex- competition yeah,
2: yeah. It's certainly excitement for the game. Like, if you follow Ninja Gaiden speedrunning, I don't know that this something like this has happened really before, uh, in in Ninja Gaiden speedrunning history. Like, there have been other world record holders before Arcus, but like, kind of like when he took it, like he just like, you know, he like <laughs> flew past everybody, and there. I don't think there. It's definitely it's different. Uh, absolutely numerically, right? It's it's never been faster, mm-hmm. and it's never been like. I don't know this intense, I guess. Um, But like, yeah, I'll I'll, um, Arcus and I kind of like our stream schedules kind of overlap a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't get to watch him that much, but um, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be watching him and like, wow, you are an incredible pace right now. Like you're going to do it. Right. Like even I get excited. Um, uh, It's, it's awesome. I I mean, whether or not he, you know, surpasses my world record and I take it back or I don't, uh, it's just a good thing.
1: Well, I think it's actually really refreshing to hear because you hear so much negativity on Twitter or Facebook about you know, different fandoms. I won't mention names and whatnot, <laughs> but it's good to hear that it's more friendly and it's almost like a friendly competition type thing because there's just so much negativity that's around you know, different cultures and different fandoms of franchises, whether it's movies or games. So that's actually really nice to hear.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then like... So another thing, the way that we uh, push each other is that like, I don't know that if Arcus didn't come back to the grind, like I might've stopped by now, you know, I might've, I might've not pushed it to 1134. I might've been okay with a 36 or a 35, but, um, since like I watch him play and he's been on my tail, like, Oh man, he's getting some crazy paces. Like, (laughs) I don't even know if I've ever been on that pace. And I'm like, I'll get a pace. That's uh, just as fast or faster. And then like, he'll do something crazy that I've never done before. Um, it's, it totally benefits the the optimization of the game, which is like, I like to phrase it that way. It's us versus the game, not one runner versus another runner. I
1: yeah. like that.
0: Because I feel like Ninja Gaiden is one of those games where you you watch speedruns of other games like Mega Man, uh, Super Mario Brothers, there are glitches that people exploit. There really aren't many glitches in... Uh, ninja guidance to to exploit it's more about you know using the spin slash on the on the bosses which is you can say it's it's a it's an oversight not a glitch maybe. by the program. there are a
2: couple of maybe you could call exploits like sword canceling I'm almost yeah. sure that the developers didn't intend for people to do that honestly without um,
0: slash canceling i don't know how anybody ever beat this game without slash without it uh, it's monumentally
2: more difficult (laughs) without um (laughs) like I, i have a tutorial on the final bosses and like the first thing that well it's one of the first things that i talk about uh is like Uh, like sword canceling might seem like weird at first but it's even if you're doing like very slow sort like two sword cancels per jump or something it's way easier than trying to one slash him because you're just in there for longer you know you're battling him uh those bosses for for a way longer but um i think it was i don't know if it's a nintendo nintendo power or game pro it's one of those older magazines um does make mention of uh like, pressing down and B to, like, save ammunition when you have uh, a Spin Slash. So it was, like, kind of a known thing. This is not, like, you know, anything new by any means, but I think it was maybe an oversight. And in Spin Slash, I don't know. I we, Nobody knows if that's, like, if they intended it for, for that sub-weapon to be that overpowered or not. I think the game but
0: is so hard, they never intended you... They never thought anybody would actually reach a boss with it. I think...
2: I think they might have and there's a couple of pieces little trails of evidence that I have there's uh quite a few points in the game where they have like a a pickup you know a power up pickup um that particularly before difficult screens uh mm-hmm. that is a like the we call it the baby shuriken which is like the weakest sub yeah. weapon basically it has some it has one use in the, <laughs> the run but um uh, and I think that they knew that uh like having spin slash uh in certain screens would make it a lot easier so they do have these little like beginner trap uh pickups and I, I think they had an idea at least maybe they didn't um i don't know if they tested it against a boss maybe they did maybe they didn't but i think that they knew that it They was... might
0: have that's why they don't let you keep it after the first phase of the final boss fight i
2: and that's the other piece of evidence that i have they strip all of your sub weapons after um the first, uh, we call it the clownos, but after the first boss, you get, no matter what, some of them you have, it gets stripped. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, actually, someone in my community attempted to reach out to the development team and Tecmo back in 88 or 89. Um, you could only reach, uh, I think, the, uh, a production
0: manager. So, no programmers. But uh, we talked about it on this show before with me and Derek talking about we should try to find somebody that developed for Ninja Gaiden to come on the show so I can I can specifically ask them why they hated children in the 80s <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, uh, just like um so many uh particularly in that era a little bit in the 16-bit era but absolutely in the 8-bit era um you want if you were going to make a game you wanted it to last you wanted um it had a, it had a, yeah. a, a, a me. It had to have a lot of longevity. There were no DLCs, you know. There were no add-ons. So um, you make a, a game that's worth fifty or sixty bucks, and you make it really easy to beat. You can rent the game yeah. and beat it, and never buy it. So, like a lot of games like particularly i think disney has been really transparent about this that they specifically made had uh developers make their games difficult to uh circumvent this sort of rental culture that's why like a, a ton of disney games are like super difficult i mean i, I guess except little mermaid but uh <laughs> um but yeah that's why that's nes difficulty that's that's why that's why it's just money just a capital uh gain really
1: as someone who's been reviewing quite a few Disney games the last few months on the show, I can vouch for
2: that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, um, The Lion King? Wow. That is that is so much more difficult than it has any business being. Like, a, a lot of them are, like, even Darkwing Duck for NES is pretty tough, like, to expect, yeah. like, an eight-year-old kid to be. Yeah. Like, no
1: way. <laughs> it would just made me so angry as, you know, a, a kid, playing a game because a lot of the disney games i haven't played until the last year or two but still they just i can imagine what you know child me would think at Darkwing duck or or god forbid the lion king that, that <laughs> game is like you you think you you plug in the lion king you're like oh i'm gonna play as, as simba and play through the movie it'll be fun no it's it's not it's brutal it's, yeah, it's so brutal, brutal. like people
2: talk about uh battletoes being difficult which to be fair it, it is or like turbo tunnel which I don't know. It's it can be difficult, but that's more of like a memorization thing and not really a. Uh, We've said it a million
0: times on the ability
2: thing, you know, with
0: battle toads and and me and Derek both agree. We think the turbo tunnel should have been at later in the game <laughs> instead of like the third screen because yeah. it got it the the difficulty just ramped up way too fast in that game. The what's what I love about Ninja Gaiden is. The difficulty ramps at a very steady pace up until pacing, you get yeah, to the, the end. The pacing
2: in Ninja Gaiden is good, but um, but I would still say to beat it, uh, like, casually. If you've never seen a run, you don't really know anything about it. You're just trying to beat it. as like... That's really difficult. I mean, you have infinite continues, so you're in there as long as your patience lets you. Well, it's because of um, you
0: and Arcus, both of your tutorials on how to play Ninja Gaiden is what allowed me to be able to beat the game and become (laughs) somewhat of a speedrunner. I mean, I I did the Retro Game Brews Ninja Gaiden run a few years ago, and I think my final time was like 23 minutes, 47 seconds or something. I would have gotten sub-20, but I ended up dying on jackio with one hit left uh, on him
2: that sends you all you the way back
0: all the way back to 6-1 which is yeah you have to have some mental fortitude to not rage quit when that yeah, happens that's a controller spike uh, <laughs> <laughs> um
2: that was like my that's how i got started i i had no intention of really uh speed running ninja gaiden you know i uh it was a friend of mine uh and myself uh, we would just kind of like have some beers on the weekend and pop in like some NES games. And uh, we got it into our head that like we wanted to beat Ninja Gaiden uh, together. And uh, he had beaten Ninja Gaiden. But he, had, he hadn't done it in a while, like a really long time. And, um, and this is a great thing that I recommend uh, anyone do, particularly if like you weren't around in the time, if you're a little younger. Uh, because you, this, this generation totally misses out on this experience. Like, it's yes, it's a one-player game, but um, especially with these NES difficulty games, what happens is as a solitary player, you you get really frustrated, mental fatigue sets in, you don't care. If you have a friend next to you, you pass the controller along and you watch them play, and you sort of, like, uh, reaccumulate some, like, mental fortitude and resources. And, like, you watch them, like, oh, but what if you try this you know i i would do it like this like and they were like they would be like oh like this like no like this and then uh you pass to the controller back and forth that's an awesome experience that's like a yeah. a really fun time so that's what we did and i th- it took us like oh, i don't know like 3 or 4 hours and like not just one day like two separate <laughs> days uh for us to finally beat it and uh when we finally did i was like oh that that was luck you know, because it, it was you know we made it through there uh, th- to the end by luck, and that's what like encouraged me to like. I know about speedrunning, so like I wonder what the Ninja Gaiden world record looks like.
0: <laughs> I still like, remember that <laughs> time time warp hole. <laughs> I still remember the first time I ever saw the the, and I don't know what drew me to it, but just I wanted to beat Ninja Gaiden, and I think just got on YouTube and it t- typed in Ninja Gaiden tutorial or something and it came across Arcus and it showed his one of his very first world record runs and just seeing him get to the very first boss the in the bar for for level one and he does the spin slash and kills him in one hit. I'm like, you could do that? Like I've been yeah, playing I mean, this game for thirty years. <laughs> I didn't
2: know. <laughs> I didn't know that either. People ask me, like, if I knew that as a kid or tried it as a kid. And obviously I didn't. I didn't even think to do that, uh, nor did I conscientiously like have that thought in my brain to try it. But I think subconsciously I thought that you why would you be able to do that? Like, I think in the back of my mind, like if you try that against a boss, like you you might get a hit in, but you just get like knocked back. Like, why would why would they let you do that? But, yeah, that's that's a lot of people's experience.
1: It, I still remember the the first time I ever watched a speed run was actually in person at a convention I went to. I think it was oh, yeah? 20, 2013, I think, and it was of Mega Man X. And I had never played the game before, and this it it blew my little mind watching <laughs> watching this happen. What uh, what event I actually, was that? Uh, it was called Fanaticon. It, it's not a thing okay. anymore. It only lasted a couple just of curious. years. It, it, it was in like the Birmingham, Alabama area. Oh, okay, and, but yeah, that Is was that
2: where you guys are, are around?
1: from uh he uh Jason's from Biloxi Mississippi and I'm from Pensacola Florida
2: okay I only ask because I have some friends in uh in Birmingham I gotcha uh, hold on. um yeah. yeah so you mentioned I'm sorry I finished so
1: okay. I was just gonna say like and in, in, since then you know I've learned about this this culture and this fanaticism with speed running and it's really fun to watch just because I think to myself and then meant You know, I played Mega Man X years later for the first time, and I'm like, there's no way that I could do this. So I know there's no way I could do it, but I enjoy watching other people do it. So it's really fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, um, so you mentioned Mega Man X. A lot of people are like, so you must really like Ninja Gaiden, right? That's like your first speedrun ever. No, I mean, I do, but my first speedrun and my first exposure to the phenomena of speedrunning was Mega Man X, Uh, Mega Man X 100%. And that's the category and game that I put a lot of time into and it's the first speed run that I learned um that game is my mo- is like it's one of the most technical uh speed runs in the 16 bit uh generation i I would say that pretty easily it's like definitely up there with like super Metroid it's like really 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 technical if you want it, a first speed run to try that's like it's not really the game um but <laughs> that's really what sucked me in and um Trying all those tricks and stuff, and like these other like parallel experiences. Like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, I definitely know that you could do that as a kid. Uh, but yeah, that's that was my first speedrun, Mega Man X. And uh, I had a decent personal best in that one. I got at one point, I think I had a a top 20 time or something like that. But um, man, that game is mean. (laughs) That run is really mean (laughs) and like brutal on the hands. Ninja Cotton is brutal on the hands, but like. Mega Man X is like like from the very first stage you're just like mashing for your life. <laughs> like from game start ugh, and then like there's all these elements of RNG and hyper technical tricks and it's it's so much longer than Ninja Gaiden two, it's like three times the length of a Ninja Gaiden run, basically. But yeah, that's interesting. That was because that was my uh that was my first uh speedrun exposure also.
1: That was actually gonna be my next question, so there you go. <laughs>
0: Is there, Well, interview's over. Gotta go. <laughs> Is there any other games that you want to tackle and try to get a, a world record? Uh yeah,
2: I I don't know about world record because like it it takes a long time to even like see the light of, at the end of the tunnel. If you really want to do a world record grind, um, you know, on any semi-optimized game, I, it's gonna take you at least a year to get. Yeah anywhere near contention you know but i i have been mostly almost solely playing ninja gaiden for like 4 years <laughs> so i would like to play something else soon um i am in it uh for at least the duration of this month um because there is something called uh, the ninja gaiden racing league NRL which is a like a 2 week ninja gaiden tournament um, it starts in the middle of the month of July 16th, but, um, after that, I, I don't know, I might be done with Ninja mm-hmm. guide and yeah. at least for a little bit, I just need it. And I need to, I need to grow beyond the game. You know, my, I have a lot of, you know, diehard followers and supporters and we need to go somewhere else. Now we need yeah. to take the journey somewhere else. Um, I would probably, my plan is, and you know, the phrase, uh, about who laughs when you make plans. But um, my plan is to do a sort of shorter grind, uh, like maybe a 90-day challenge. A lot of runners do that, a 90-day challenge of Ninja Gaiden 2, and then maybe another 90-day challenge for Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, I don't think that I'd be interested in a world record grind for either of those games, um, but I would like to have experiences with them. And then, actually, I won't, I won't divulge all the details because I'm a little excited about it and still being ironed out. Um, but I'm looking at seriously getting into Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda, no up A, which is like the main category. Um, enormous community, awesome community, uh, legendary runners in that game. And it's like so different than Ninja Gaiden that I think it's a good thing for us to be able to showcase like, hey, we can do the flippy floppy mash uh smash twitchy things, but we, we can also do this. Um, and yeah, just... If you don't already follow me, follow me because it's going to involve, uh, an, I won't say any other details, but it's going to involve another streamer that if you follow me, you also
0: know about. Um, and, and that's cool Like, if you're going to uh, do sort of anything with The Legend of Zelda because that's such a slower paced game than Ninja Gaiden because Ninja Gaiden is just like a, it's like a bullet. That game is so fast paced. Yeah, there's something happening, like, most of the time.
2: Although, like, with any game, or I don't know any game, the games that I've run, like, you get good enough at them to know where, like, or just, like, have the route memorized enough to be, like, I'm just holding right for, like, five seconds here. So, you know, I can look at chat and uh, interact. And, like, almost all games have that to some degree. Some games don't. um, But the ones that I've run have that. Whereas, yeah, Legend of Zelda, way longer and a uh, totally different uh, skill set, but I'm excited to get into it and uh, see what kind of damage we can do.
0: We want to tell you all about our friends over at videogamesmonthly.com. If you're looking for a way to beef up your video game collection, then they have you covered. Just head over there, pick the box you want, and tell them what systems you want games for, and boom! It's like Christmas every single month. So if you're looking for that perfect gift for a loved one or just treating yourself every single month, and I mean, hey, you deserve it. Just head over to VideoGamesMonthly.com and enter NCR in the Where Did You Hear About Us line at checkout and you will get a free game in your first month's box. That's right, an extra game, absolutely free. So head over to VideoGamesMonthly.com. Are you a coffee lover? Do you sometimes need that little extra boost for some all-night gaming sessions? Well, you should head over to brezcoffeeco.com. They have so many different flavors of coffee. doesn't matter what type of coffee you like. They got you covered. Try the Good for Gaming Roast or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate-flavored roast. Not to mention, they keep their seasonal flavors all year long, like the Fall Spice or the Sweet Tooth. They can even add flavors to your coffee. So whatever you need, head over to com and use the code NCR for 10% off of your order.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see it myself. Zelda's my favorite game franchise, so I'll be looking forward to that. I see it. I see that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, like um, Mega Man 2, Ninja Gaiden, and Legend of Zelda as a kid were like, and maybe Super Mario Brothers 2, although I kind of, it's kind of played out to me now, now. But um, have you ever thought those about see,
0: the, the original, the original Ninja Turtles game for the NES? That's a good uh, one to, to speed run. That too. is a
2: brutal run too. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who run that, and I'm very familiar with the run because I've watched them play it so many times. Uh, um, my friend Evil Alfo, Stormcrow, 56K, and the world record holder Skunky. Um, I watched them run it a lot massive amounts of respect for that run because the not only is the skill cap like really high, um, there's sort of an element of like drawing an RNG uh, slot machine. Rng is random this just means ne- randomness and uh, that's what we call a random number generator. But like there's even if you play really really well, you have to have these things go right that are only like sort of barely in your control. And, um, yeah, a lot a lot of respect for my TMNT friends. I don't know if I would ever get into it. One time me and Skunky, this was a while ago already, talked about, like, doing, like, a Freaky Friday where he would run Ninja Gaiden for a bit and I would run Turts. Um, but, yeah, that never, that never really happened. I, I don't know. Again, th- these are only my vague plans. Who knows what could happen? You know, like, I don't know, Arcus could break my record. Maybe I'll come back and... Try well, to I, defend, or, or maybe not.
0: I, I don't know. I almost feel like... Well, I saw after you got the eleven thirty four, you had tweeted. You were just like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this game. And then, you know, the next day on Twitch, there you are again, running it again. I'm like, he ain't stopping. <laughs> he ain't stopping.
2: <laughs> well, even if I, if I were to stop, you know, I had to keep it sharp for uh, summer games done quick, which mm. was like the next hurdle. So I need to be really sharp for that. Um, But another thing that happened, and I guess this happens a lot with speed running is like, you know, I thought I was done or that was more, more than likely in, in all probability going to be my last improvement. But we had a pace that like completely shattered that um, with the implications of like an 1131. So I was like. I guess I guess I'm still in it, you know. Yeah, I was like, looking at that
0: uh, <laughs> games done quick video right before we started because you, you it just you just dropped it on your YouTube uh, yesterday afternoon, looks like. And um, yeah, I, I was watching. it. I was like, how? I mean, you almost broke the record there. Oh, <laughs> uh, not really, but it was
2: a really good run, but not really.
0: But thank you. <laughs> so, how, how do you keep a, a level of calm to be able to do that? playing in front of people like that. Uh, I I wish I had
2: like a do a and then do B and then do C and you'll be fine. I don't. Uh, truth be told, I, I was uh, dying inside those <laughs> moments away from mortal death uh, th- during the throughout the whole thing. Let, all right. Let me just paint the picture for you because the circumstances were so crazy far away from ideal. Uh, my run was pretty early in the morning. It was originally scheduled for 6.41. So I got up at uh, 4, 4 in the morning. 6.41 in like, the
0: morning, you were going to be running Ninja Gaiden.
2: Yeah, I got God. up at 4 in the morning. And <laughs> so uh, I go down to the practice room. I meet up with my couch, which is you know, a group of friends that help you uh, comment the run, do commentary for the run. And we had never even done that before, like a practice of that. So like, I'm like a zombie, you know, I can barely keep my freaking eyes open. The runs aren't going that great. The commentary rhythm is like all off. And, you know, I look at the schedule and it's not even it, it's it moved up to like 630. I'm like, oh, no, we got to go. That's it. That's all. I That's all you got time for. So I'm f- hardcore freaking out right now right i'm in the green room which is basically just a square that they taped off with green tape and area for runners to wait i'm just like pacing around um and they, they it's time for us to to do our thing so we get up on the stage i take my ninja gaiden cart because you have to provide that an original card of the game that you're playing um, at a gdq i put it in doesn't work i take it out i'm like all right this is this is very common for Nintendo. You know, you, you have to play around with it. I put it in, doesn't work. I'm like, all right, I take it out. I put it in, I wiggle it around like that should do it. Doesn't work. And like, we're going through this process. Like a lot of times now, a lot of times they switch out the NES doesn't work. Um, And they had an interview that I pre-recorded That's playing. That's um, you know, at the end of it, it's time to go, you know? And like that interview is coming down to the wire. I'm like, it's not, it's not working. It's not working. So, like, you're not supposed to do this. I don't recommend that you do this. It will, especially if you do it a lot, ruin your carts. So, like, this is the only way. This is my last Hail Mary. I lick my finger. I swipe the cart, the the actual cart inside. I mm-hmm. I put it in. It works. Like, hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, so they got me running the NES through, like, an LCD flat screen, which I'm not used to. Uh, I play on this enormous crt tube kind of style old television and they're telling me there's no like input delay which is something that can happen if you play on modern uh tvs uh but i am it might have just been me freaking out but i'm noticing like about a thousand hours of input delay i'm like (laughs) i um i don't want to do this can can you hook it up to the crt right here and they were like well we can i'm like Pretty please, you know, with, with sugar on, um, and they they plug it into this CRT, and the image is—it's the most cursed CRT. <laughs> it's like I can't even put it into words, man. It was like color—the color palette was insane. Oh, just totally. Not what I'm used to. Totally wrong. There's like color bleeding going on. Well, even all, on the video,
0: the... you can see everything's very okay, orange. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you see that, how, how it was on the video? It was yeah. even worse because uh, for me, um, all the sprites were outlined in white for some reason, uh, th- but there was no time. That was it. It was like, all right, you're on. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> um, and it, it is going to be what it is going to be. But, um, you know, Thankfully, uh, I guess some things are just kind of meant to go well and some things are meant to go not that well because, you know, we all clicked in. I started playing and, um, you know, my uh, my couch uh, was an amazing who's my main like commentary mouth. We had an awesome natural rapport rhythm going on. Everything just started clicking. Um, most I hit almost everything that I wanted to hit. And uh, the game was very nice to me, which it isn't always. Uh, it just <laughs> happened that day to have show like a lot of mercy on me that I'm day. I'm convinced
0: that Ninja Gaiden actively <laughs> hates whoever's playing it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's
2: it's uh, it's self aware. It's it's sentient and it knows. Um,
1: <laughs> sometimes the Ninja Gaiden gods show mercy. Sometimes they don't.
2: Yeah, sometimes that day. I don't know for whatever reason. It it, it was it's a very merciful uh, showing by Ninja Gaiden. And I was really excited to showcase because there's a lot of new um, pieces of uh, technique, you know, speed tech that uh, they all save like, you know, very negligible, like two tenths of a second, three tenths of a second, but you keep on adding them up and it has made the game faster. So I was uh, very excited to showcase like pretty much all of those things that I wanted to, and particularly something um, that is called the plate kill on Jockio, which is uh to, it's really difficult to kill him in one what we call cycles one and a half cycles impossible can, it's <laughs> it it's is. almost it's pretty it's not impossible but it's pretty <laughs> freaking difficult it's like few notches below impossible we've gotten pretty consistent at it it's kind of like something I've I've been known for like all retro runners like really good at the plate kill and my friends were all like you know just relax you don't need to get a plate kill man like if you don't get a plate kill it's not the end of the world. And I'm like, we we need the play kill, all right? You don't understand. Like, shut up. We need the play kill. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and we got it. And uh, that felt just, that was great. That so in, was really good. In your,
0: in your personal opinion, and I've beaten a lot of NES games. I've beaten all the Super Mario Brothers games, you know, Castlevania, Contra, and I've beaten Ninja Gaiden. And in my personal opinion, I think Ninja Gaiden is probably the hardest final boss fight of any NES game. Do you think... What is your opinion on that? I'm trying to think of other final bosses that are difficult because they're out there. The Yellow Devil is pretty
2: pretty bad. They're out there, you know, those like really gargantuan NES fights. Um, I guess without thinking about it too much, what I would say is that unlike a lot of other NES games... Um, not that the beginning or middle of Ninja Gaiden is like really easy, especially if you're first trying to beat it. But like all, all the NES difficulty in uh, Ninja Gaiden is super backloaded right at the end. Um, not just, uh, in those final two bosses, just the, that entire act six yeah. is designed <laughs> to punish you. This is like, of, if you don't know what to do
0: on is, <laughs> is the, worst. I like
2: that. I, I've never heard that the bridge of death. I like that. We, call, we have other names for it. Like a lot of people call that one, the ABGN room, Yeah. you know, or, <laughs> uh, I, I, I call it hell hallway. I've called it for a long time, but uh, yeah. So like, if you don't know what to do, um, you're gonna have a really bad time and the game's gonna punish you. <laughs> not all NES games, even the NES games that are like very difficult have that characteristic in that way. Like even even Battletoads, as difficult as it is um the the, the Queen, the Black Queen, is that her uh-huh. is that her name? I think yeah. it is. Um, is not that difficult of a boss. Um, especially compared to some of the other thing the bosses in in
0: the game. Well, a lot of bosses um, you can. Just I don't know if cheese, it, I don't know if it's the <laughs> di-
2: most difficult pair of bosses, but it's up there.
0: Yeah, a lot of bosses you can just cheese and just like yeah. spam, you know, the B button or whatever. But I, I, with Ninja Gaiden, it's a it's if you've never if you're listening to this, you've never played it. Um, and Derek, I don't know if you've ever. Played Ninja Gaiden, but once you get to the final boss, it's a three-phase final boss fight. Yeah, the first part, which you called the the clown nose, which is relatively easy if you have the spin slash. Then, of course, you, you come to the second phase, which was Jackio. You get your you get no sub weapons. Your sub weapon, your spin slash, gets taken away from you, and Jackio floats from back and forth at the top of the screen. And I think. My personal opinion, I think they messed up his hitbox when they were programming the game because it's way too high. And not only that, he's going back and forth. You have to jump to hit him, but he's also sending fireballs after you that chase you. So how people defeated this game without slash canceling beforehand, like just back in the day, it seemed impossible.
2: Yeah, we th- we th- some of us think that too that they messed up his hitbox. It's really high. Um, like his sprite is it's really large, it's almost like half of the screen, but his hitbox is n- all that stuff on the bottom. Like, <laughs> that nothing, is not man. a hitbox at all. It's it's like really in the, the middle of him and, and up. Um, and actually his hitbox goes into the... Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. His hitbox starts, like, in the middle of his chest, and it goes all the way to the very top of the screen, even where it says, like, ninja and mm-hmm. enemy, like, his hitbox is there. Although, um it's interesting because they did have the, I guess, um uh, they, like, uh, programmed it so that your hitbox of your sword is not active in the heads-up display, but he has a hitbox that's up there, so yeah, I think they like messed it up a little bit. And then, but, if yeah, you it, die, makes, it makes the fight very you, difficult.
0: And then, if you die, you get sent all the way back to six one, which is, like you said, it's it's thrower, it's it's controller throwing anger at that point.
2: Yeah, that's a con- control spike.
0: Walk away <laughs> from the TV. <laughs> but I honestly think the Jackio fight is harder than the demon, which is the final third boss. Um, yeah,
2: I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I mean, um, as,
0: as long as you can just dodge the shrimp, you'll be fine on that yeah. final boss fight. Um, like we have no
2: control over what the demon is going to do exactly. At least Jockio does the same thing every time. But like, even to do it ca- like semi-capably, you need you need to know a lot, you know, to take advantage of the fact that he does the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because, like you said, his his projectiles home in on you. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that um, that that uh, Jockccioo's the more difficult fight. I would say that Jocko's the more difficult fight casually and in a speed run. I, I think both both of those apply for sure
0: and uh before before we start to get out of here um i want to ask you about music but derek do you have any more more questions for him
1: nope that was going to be my next thing so you read my mind sir Uh,
0: yeah yeah (laughs) you're a guitar player as well and uh what i'm a drummer i've been playing you know drums for 30 years what is it about speed running and musicians it seems like musicians are are attracted to speed running yeah um i talk about this a lot too i've been playing guitar for a very long
2: time as well i don't I don't even remember how. I don't know, <laughs> twenty six years or something like yeah, that. We play I very similar
0: keeps... styles of music too, so if we're ever oh, in the yeah? same area, we should jam.
2: Yeah, I'm totally down to jam. Um, but yeah, that was always that's always been like my my first love, you know, music, um, guitar playing, uh, especially like technical guitar playing, uh, high level like lead guitar stuff. And, like, even that, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I chased in my 20s, my mid 20s. I, I moved to California and, um, basically looking to join like any band. And I got like some touring gigs and some international stuff and got some things going, made no money. But, uh, <laughs> we that, have very um...
0: similar stories, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's interesting. But that's what I first really tried to do with myself. And then I, um, you know, I, I, that didn't really work out and I couldn't sustain it. So I got, like I said, my career, um, running cables, basically data cables and AV stuff. And I had a, uh, a work accident that, um, ended that career. So I found myself with like a lot of time and in the throes of workers compensation and not really a ton to do. So like, that's what, that was the time I got into I, I found out about speedrunning, started wanting to try it myself and the more I got into it I think what really sucked me in is that it tickle. it definitely tickles the same part of my brain that is activated when like you're you're practicing music right especially something that's really intricate very difficult you're yep. you're practicing these same little parts you know over and over and over again. And there's certain, I guess, personality types or brain types that like, it's almost OCD. Like, I need to get this perfect. I need to get, that wasn't perfect. I need to get it perfect. Well, speed running is the same way. And it's also a a dexterous activity. You know, you're you're using your hands. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to get this part right. I'm not going to be satisfied until I I can do this like a hundred times in a row. And then like with streaming, there's also like a live performance Aspect of it because you are performing in front of people, if only virtually. But something like at, at SGDQ, it, it is in person. You know, it's it's all it's very very similar. Like it might not seem like it because music and playing video games on face value produce like such different uh, content. But like what you're doing actually is is really it's not that different. It's v- extremely similar. And not only myself, I've run into many uh runners who are also musicians and have like echoed this
0: sentiment and i, I actually touched on something i was going to bring up that uh you know you talk about slash canceling and the way you and Arcus do it is you turn the the controller kind of sideways and you, you, if you're listening to this just go watch the the tutorial videos on how they do this but I am a drummer, I have total independence of my limbs, but when I try to slash cancel like you guys and turn the controller, it's like my brain breaks and just (laughs) won't, won't Learn how to do it. Do you have any advice for anybody that wants to? Yeah, slash yeah, I do. Better,
2: I do. Um, and you're right. At first, it's a bit like trying to rub your tummy and pat yes. head at the, <laughs> the same time. Because basically, uh, what you have to do is, uh do you have a do I have a controller somewhere? And I you have, have a whole setup too. Like, a, they're like a, they're everywhere. Um, I'll just show you real quick on a controller. What you got to do is, you have to have. It has to go this way because mm-hmm. what we're looking to do is you could you could slash cancel like this. That's right? how with I get, do it right now. With down using and B, the two. You thumbs. could. You'll only be able to get so fast results with that. What we really want is to put this controller this way and to use one hand to press to mash the yeah. down and B <laughs> inputs. Um, but that all, unfortunately, that also means that. Uh, moving Ryu around gets really that's, tricky. That's where, the part uh, basically that gets me. Down is left now, and up is right. So something you can do. Anybody can do this. If you want to get into that kind of slash canceling, if you're frustrated by it, before you don't even worry about that boss room. Just turn on the NES and um, like mess around. Mess around in Act One, in Stage One. Just like move move around. You know, to see see how far you can get. And act one uh, this way and it's, you know, it's going to suck. It's not going (laughs) to be good. You might even die. Um, But like you'll eventually your brain, this sort of motion will be less uh, like alien to you. You'll sort of get the hang of your brain locking in what you have to do to go left and what you have to do to go right. And like that's that's where I would start if you're looking into getting into that kind of thing, which you don't need. You can get a super, super duper sick time without that. You get like an 11 4 X if you really wanted to without that. But if that interests you, uh, that's how I would start. I also have a a uh, it's like over an hour long. No one asked for this. Right. Like (laughs) it's it's the way too detailed tutorial on something nobody asked for. But I have a tutorial on Jockio, the Jockio fights. I watched it. And That's it... how I learned how to, to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> it's your video. Uh, cool, man. Cool. I'm glad it helped. But uh, it goes over the whole gamut. The very, very easiest thing you can do to the most difficult thing you could do. Um, and everything in between. It's also like chaptered out because I realize it's kind of long. mean, Not everybody wants to watch the whole thing. You can go to a chapter on a subject that interests you and, and check it out.
0: Awesome. Uh, Derek, is there anything else you wanted to ask him before we get out of here today?
1: I did want to say real quick, I did check out some of your music. And for those who are familiar with the show Cobra Kai, I got very Cobra Kai vibes from your music. So I dig it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So um, the Double Dragon uh, theme song, like um, I have this redemption on my channel uh, that you can make me you can choose like a retro it could be any video game song really and i will do a sort of heavy metal shreddy rendition of it Although I, i'm really really uh backlogged with that i have to get on that but anyway i one of the first ones the first i don't know if it was the first one maybe the second one was double dragon someone asked me to do and uh i i completed about like 85 percent of it and i'm listening to it i'm like this sucks man like, I hate it. And like, I did the, I totally did. I don't know if you watch Metalocalypse. I totally did the Metalocalypse oh, yeah. thing. I was like, uh, delete I deleted the whole thing. Maybe we I should start
0: from the beginning. I, mean, I yeah. don't want to yeah. do
2: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That's what I did. I was like, I hate it. This sounds so generic and like, Dad, Rocky, get out of here. And I, I was like, if we're going to make this work, we have to this has to be like a very loose interpretation of these themes. And I happened to be watching Cobra Kai and, um, <laughs> you know, the, the title, that title screen, uh, or is it mission one? I think the, it's kind of a hokey melody. Um, but I rearranged it and I was watching, uh, Cobra Kai, the end credits have those like, whoo, you know, those things. I was like, Oh, that, that, that totally fits we're putting that in there so like that's really awesome that you picked up the Cobra Kai vibes because they're like material there, like they're definitive
1: it's my favorite show on that's on right now across any of the streaming platforms so that was awesome
2: yeah that I have to get back into it I only saw I really liked season one um Mm -hmm. and then I don't know why I dropped off in the middle of season two I don't even think it was like I didn't like it I just kind of like I don't know Show yeah. It's so gotten better since contracted. then.
1: That show is so, yeah, that's
0: what so much better than it deserves to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but as far as the music stuff goes, have you ever met E Rock? Has he ever. E-Rock? E Rock? Yeah, his, uh, his name's E Rock. And uh, E Rock331, I think, on uh, YouTube. And he does a lot of, you know, he's a speed metal guitarist and he does a lot of uh, video game stuff and, like, uh, you know, theme songs and things like that he's a pretty cool channel you should go check him out i'll, I'll go drop the sub. yeah there's a lot of us you know yeah. there's uh
2: <laughs> game metal uh toxic eternity mm-hmm. power glove there's
0: i'd love to do something do like this. that but finding someone around this area to play you know metal versions of video game music is impossible like um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i not gonna happen I, just, I don't play drums or bass i just i program
2: all that stuff and yeah. i just play guitar because of the same reason that you just said
0: <laughs> well if we lived closer together i'd definitely uh hook up with yeah. you let's do this yeah. let's do this now <laughs> yeah. but uh but thank you so much for coming on the show man it's been an absolutely. absolute pleasure yeah, thank you so you much
2: here. yeah um, it was all. it's a, been a blast hanging out with you two. i used to do my own podcast so i'm very familiar with the format and i still i still like it a lot so like when really anybody asked me to be on their podcast i'm like yeah sure when but yeah anytime you want to come back
0: um we'd love to have you back you know even as a regular every every couple of months or so i'm i'm down for that let me let me know i'm down awesome um any just tell everybody
2: where they can find you at uh sure yeah i invite you to please follow me on my twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash the retro runner Um, no spaces or anything it's just the retro runner but yeah it's a very welcoming silly fun place to be so like even if you've just seen like the world record and you think that's cool uh come hang out with us because like it's a very it's very fun inviting place to be um i'm also really really trying to push my youtube channel i'm really close to hitting what's called youtube partner which is it's It's weird because twitch partner and youtube partner totally different but i'm close to meeting the metrics of that and uh again that's uh youtube.com slash the retro runner surprise (laughs) surprise but yeah go uh drop a sub if you can that helps a lot and uh we have weekly edited videos these are different than like just a personal best or world record highlight or speed run we have uniquely curated content for youtube so uh, that's something you could check out uh there's also you mentioned music um uh, you can check out um my music at i think this is the way it works retrorunner.bandcamp.com dot is that how bandcamp to- oh i think man, so i, don't I think it is ban- dot i bandcamp. think so i'm pretty yeah. sure
1: yeah, yep, there's stopbankcamp.com.
2: It's, yeah, so it's the retrooner.bankcamp.com. All my stuff there is you can get it for free if you like, you can name your own price even if it's 0 dollars. I don't care. Um actually don't even think that we live in an age where you can really charge people Heck. for music. <laughs> um but yeah, I like to throw that out there for free. Also, um you can follow me on Twitter uh cuz that's for some reason Twitch shows that social media as its main I don't know, platform for some reason. But yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, it also helps the channel grow. And that's Retro underscore Runner. Twitter at Retro
0: underscore Runner. Uh, Derek, you got anything you want to throw out there before we leave for this week?
1: Nope, just uh, you can check out my other show, the Feature Presentation Podcast. Um, I've got a pre-recorded show because if you're listening to this on July fourth, um, it'll be out tomorrow with Jeff Bolo, who was uh, one of the child actors in "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead." Uh, he's also been a screenwriter for the last twenty-five years, so we talk about that. You can follow the show at social on social media at Feature Press Pod. And uh, go
0: check out the Open Micers, my other show, Open Micers Podcast, um, at Open Micers on Twitter. Instagram, we've had some really good guests over the last few weeks. We talked to Raylan Nelson, who is Willie Nelson's granddaughter from the <laughs> Raylan Nelson band. Uh, her guitar player, Jonathan Bright, was on the show as well. We've had a couple of hostful episodes where uh, we talked about conspiracy theories, and that was a fun episode. So go check it out, at Open Micers on Twitter. Instagram, and we're going to go ahead and get out of here. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com, facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro, Instagram, and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, and individually at jfunktastic and at Derek underscore diamond. We have merch for sale. ncrmerch.com. I still got to get the uh, the, the Planet Juice shirt up on the show. Uh, we did a Final Fantasy review last week and I, I termed Planet Juice. So that's, gonna- that's my Mako or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, Mako. Now! Now I, I remember. <laughs> a week somebody, later, we yeah, find out. A week out. later, somebody reminds us. It's Mako. But I got to get those Planet Juice shirts up. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash cave Retro. as little as a dollar a month. Keeps the commentary tracks coming. And if you can't do that, I understand times are tough. Leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. So Derek, please tell them what it's all about.
1: May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. A fellow checker, eh? Um.